So right here, I've got an amazing guest speaker, Emma Goodman. And yes, we're going to have an open chat about begin to get fit. But first of all, let's obviously go for an intro with Emma Goodman. How are you doing? You good? I'm really good. Thank you so much for inviting me to come and have a chat with you today. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have you. And we've been chatting back and forth because we were in the finals of Trainer of the Year of the Fit and Well, weren't we? We were together. That's how we kind of first met on the gram. It's quite a weird situation, isn't it? That you, you start chatting to people and you find that there's a synergy between the two of you. And that was great. So and finally to see your face and chat to you. OK, it's still through a screen, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we were chatting back and forward, posting quite a lot. And obviously in my head, I thought I may have a slim chance, but you were the one I thought was going to win. And you did. And I think what was fantastic about it is I was kind of inspired by yourself, seeing the post, what you're doing. And what I liked was the energy you was giving off, even if it was from the screen. You can really feel it, you know? Oh, that's really kind. And do you know what? I, I had no expectation whatsoever that I would win it. So I'd flip it on the other side. When I saw who was being nominated, when we got to that first list of 70 trainers, um, I obviously went on and had a little stalk on everybody. And then you look at it from little old me that's sitting here with, you know, very few followers and looking at you guys going, oh, my God, he's smashing it. This is so cool. And, you know, I promise you, I honestly had no expectation, never even thought that I would win it. Um, but obviously delighted when I did. And I seriously fell off my seat. But I think, you know, what is great to know is is about energy. And I know you're very similar to me with our styles and we're not competing against each other, but we're all bringing the same passion to the screen. And I, you can see the difference in different trainers. And I hadn't really looked at other people and what they were doing before, because I think you get so stuck into what you're doing. And especially pre-lockdown, I'm used to teaching boot camps and having my people in front of me. I never really thought about what so-and-so doing down the road because it didn't reflect on me. Whereas when you go virtual, you are suddenly thrown into this whole mirage of a worldwide virtual thing. And you start going, oh my God, he's doing like that. And she's doing it like that. And oh my God, am I doing it wrong? You know, you <laughs> self-doubt yourself. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a brilliant experience. And, and again, thank you so much for, for reaching out to me and, and sending me my congrats because that meant a lot, you know, yeah. it was really yeah. huge. And I think um, I was really humble, probably like yourself, that I didn't, have, I didn't know anything about Fit and Well and all of a sudden I was mm. nominated and that gave me that sort of feeling of, I must be doing something right, do you know what I mean? Because it was my clients who stepped out their way to you know, put that vote in, which, you know, I was really happy with that alone, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing um, that you kind of forget, you know, both you and I and the jobs that we've chosen, and we're hugely passionate about making other people feel great and feel better about themselves. And we're used to, and excuse the pun, you, you know, stroking other people to, to encourage them. It's actually, you know, really nice to get the encouragement back and the affirmation back on yourself. And, you know, like you, know, you my clients put me up for it. Obviously, I knew Fit and Well because I've been doing lots of the lives on there for them. Um, but I had no idea I'd been nominated. So it just, it just gives you, you know, no one can say that they don't like having a little pat on the back, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Really good. Um, so before we went live, actually, we got talking about 
the first lockdown, which is obviously feels like such a long time ago. It's March last year now. Yeah. And we were both talking about kind of how we reacted to helping others. And mm. you've got an interesting story, what you did. It was couch to workout, wasn't it? Is that correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So the, with the first lockdown, obviously... I was lucky enough to have, you know, a loyal client base for my bootcamp people that I've been running for the last seven years. So instantly I could jump onto my Facebook page because that was the demographic of the people that I was currently working with. And that's why Facebook worked for them. So I just transitioned across, went onto Facebook lives for the first, I don't know, however many weeks. As I said, you kind of lose count when you've mm. got to number 100 live workout, you're kind of. You, you don't even know what day it is. You're just counting the numbers. Um, and then what I quickly realized is that I was working on the gram as well. Um, and then all the fit and well stuff. I suddenly thought we've, we started to work at such a pace um, virtually training because it was always about get that buzz. You need those endorphins. Come on, sweat it out, you know. And I my passion lies with beginners. And... I suddenly had this kind of wake up moment and thought, flipping heck, what about all these poor people that have never exercised before are suddenly watching the loons like you and I on screen, lifting, sweating, going, oh my God, I'm knackered or it's killed me. You know, how's that going to inspire some, you know, a poor person that wants to get off the couch to work out and can't? So in January this year, actually, I just launched a free program free five-week program on my insta page which literally were um three times a week 10 minute workouts but it wasn't a workout it was going back even one more stage on, on how to do a squat how to do a lunge how to do a press up so i broke down each exercise and then the the goal was within five weeks time that they would get to the stage of being able to do a 20 minute body weight hit workout and it was, it was brilliant, you know, and I had a good traction and I'm now delighted to say that some of those people that started with me in January um, on there are now actually with me as clients and they are training five, six times a week and, you know, now doing part of the food program. So that's where my passion is about beginners. It's very similar to you is to say, sometimes you have to remember to step it back a little and think about if our goal is to get as many people as fit and as healthy as possible it's not just about the gym bunnies that are always there we've got to think about those ones as well yeah i think what's really intriguing for myself is obviously when i take myself back i didn't start fitness for what most people do and that is weight loss mine was for mm. mental health reasons really give me confidence yeah. so i had to start from scratch of doing the basic stuff and when I started, my first thing was running. So jogging cleared yeah. my mind, made me feel better. And after a while of doing running over time, I realised, actually, I'm not getting the results anymore. I feel good mentally. But then I started looking at other people and going, oh, well, why have they got, you know, this and that? So then I started looking into it a bit more. But yeah, exactly. And it was like starting <laughs> again. You know, I had to start again. Yeah. I was probably like most... I felt um, sort of intimidated by other people in the gym. I was thinking they're looking at me thinking I can't do, I'm not doing that exercise right. So all these things I had to take myself back to, to put myself into someone else's shoes. And yeah. funny enough, when I've done fitness modeling and I won Beach Body, which was 2015, 
I started getting inquiries from people wanting me to get them in stage, but that wasn't what I was passionate about. And it was interesting yeah. that I was delivering this message of being on stage, but I had to re-engineer my message again. It was really interesting because I realised yeah. then, I'd say, as a light bulb moment, getting people just on stage wasn't my passion. It's getting someone to feel maybe don't normally exercise, low and confident, to getting them being confident and obviously having being comfortable in their own skin. So that was my breakthrough yeah. moment. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's, um, I think it's really important for us all, you know, fitness warriors or whatever people put us into the category of, they think that we are just Duracell Bunnings and we were born like this. And, you know, you have to remember, we've all started on a journey. And the same as me, you know, I didn't become qualified until I was 40 years old. You know, I'd always trained, I'd always um, exercised, I'd gone into the gym, and my background is a dancer, so I'm a trained dancer. So I was always very strong on kind of technique and things like that. And how I sort of transitioned to become a fitness instructor was I was going into the gym and I was going into that spin class or that body pump class and just ticking my boxes. But the instructors weren't inspiring me to be mm -hmm. any better, weren't motivating me. It felt like a bit of a chore. And then when I was seeing like poor technique or them not correcting other people, it used to drive me bonkers. You know, I used to be thinking, flipping it, that bloke's going to hurt himself. Or, mm. or I'd see somebody in the gym that was looking a bit timid and a bit shy. And that personal trainer wasn't going over to that person and saying, oh, can I help you? And do you want me to show you how to do it? You know, and I wasn't qualified and I'd find myself going up to say, hi, you know, don't worry, come on, I can help you on this bit. I'm not PT, but I'd like to do this. And I, I think, you know, sharing that message with people that have never exercised before to know that you and I were there. Mm. And I think you as a man um, is, is a really strong message because gyms are known for being kind of full of these beefcakes that's all about lifting the 30 kilos and giving it all the large with the dumbbells even if their technique is shocking and they end up walking out pigeon chested yeah but you know you that's such a great story to tell to say that you had to go back go through your fears of saying i can walk into this gym and I will learn how to do it properly. And I don't care what anybody else is saying or looking at me. And then to go on and say, and check me out, I've just won Beachbody. You know, <laughs> what an amazing journey. You know, I mean, you would never have thought you would have done that. Not in a million years. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. how, how wonderful is that? And I think sharing your journey with other people and your clients that you want to get to that stage it's about empathy and I think I, I love that part of our, our job is yeah. having relatable situations to my clients who ultimately become friends, you know, because you yeah. get to pick who you work with, don't you? And you sometimes I forget it's a job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want, it's one of the things where it's, I'd, I'd like to call it it's that law of attraction. You know, you, you attract yeah. the type of people who you're in synergy with, who you feel you communicate well with it just naturally happens. Yeah. So it does and I think you know every every fitness instructor has a different style and a different way of doing something and I just think one style doesn't fit everybody you know I I talk about I'm like Marmite you know you either love it or you hate it and I, I'm older now and wiser 
to not get upset about that and to not worry if some if if it's what I do doesn't work for somebody I'm kind of like do you know what that's absolutely fine keep going keep moving and I'll stay in contact with that person I'd also say that I'm really lucky that I don't lose many people once they're with me. I mean, I've got people that trained with me on the very first day of me being qualified and they're still with me seven years down the line, you know, and and I love that. And I grew my business through literally recommendation, retention and results. I talk about the three R's and I never paid to advertise. It was all words of mouth. They were all like, oh my God, you need to go and see M. You need to go and see Emma. You need to go, you know, that's because... I guess what you give off to somebody, whether or not they are a gym bunny to a beginner, is so vital at that first stage. And what, before we came on screen, Nathan, we were talking about, you know, going through the stages of how do you start? Yeah. And you were talking about you were filming your new YouTube stuff and you're having to yeah. go right back, aren't you? Yeah. I'm sorry, that was... But it's good. Yeah, it was like the beginner's guide to hit, which is actually out Wednesday. Um, but we then sort of broke down some step-by-steps, which we're actually going to get into, aren't we, about begin to get fit for someone. And yeah. this obviously goes nicely because step one was, it's kind of put across that this is something where you need to develop some sort of lifestyle situation where you want to feel it's long-term. And you probably found this, mm-hmm. some people maybe whether it's in the gym or someone you associate with, some people feel they, they haven't really put it in their head that it's a long-term change. So you get some people going yeah. all guns blazing at 100 miles an hour, and you could see it happening. I mean, that's not necessarily who we would train, but you'll just observe, and you'll know yeah. they're going to give up because it's just they've done too much too soon. Um, and I'd, I very much I'd say to make it long-term, you've got to make it realistic in your lifestyle, haven't you? Yeah, you do. And I think, um, you know, I <laughs> people always come to me and say, oh, my God, um, it's summer. I'm going on holiday. I'm going to put a bikini on in six weeks. What the heck can I do? And I go, right, do you want the good news or the bad news? You know, you it's we talk about summer bodies. We talk about this. That, and that is I'm just trying to really step away from that because it is about a long term and it's about installing it into your life. And it becoming part of your life and not becoming part of a chore. Mm. It shouldn't, you know, having, I look at it and saying, we have the chance and the opportunity to exercise. And if you look at it like that, rather than saying, oh, flipping out, I've got to go and clean the bathroom again. I've got to do this. You know, that's a chore. Yeah. Exercise shouldn't be a chore. It should be a really good part of your day. Um, And I try really hard with my clients um, be it virtually now or at boot camp, you know, yeah. it's installing that routine. And once you start to feel the benefits, see the benefit, and I'm not talking about weight loss, I'm talking about seeing kind of just feeling stronger and, and understanding, but also experiencing the empowerment that doing some exercise gives you. And especially for a beginner, and you know, and I can talk from experience about taking people literally off the couch and showing them how to do squats and lunges and combining them together and feeling strong. And then when you get those awesome text messages and, and DMs back that say, oh my God, I just feel amazing. I can't believe I've managed to do that. And I'm buzzing and I can't wait for the next one. You know, that is when you know you're winning with somebody, isn't it? Because 
they're feeling better and they're, they're not blowing out their backside they're not sweating and feeling sick they are talking throughout the whole you know we talked about how do you gauge what yeah. is too hard too yeah. soon and i think if you scare somebody off on day yeah. one you're screwed because that's their memory isn't it yeah and like you said i love that about what you're saying about getting them to reframe the experience of rather than making it i have yeah. to go it's turn it into I want to go. And I think that's powerful when you get them to that point, you know? Yeah. And if you get somebody craving for a workout, you know, which, and, and, and it's actually, we're going to go into something else in a second, but that whole um, buzz of wanting to come and work out because you know that actually afterwards you're going to feel better. That's mm. the mindset twitch, isn't it? And so when we talk about mental health and the importance of exercise for mental yeah. health, because I think no matter what journey you're in, in your life, you'll never regret a workout. Yeah. You know, even if it's you going for a walk or going for a run, or you're walking and talking with a friend or you're on a treadmill or you're doing it, you won't ever regret doing something like that. Yeah. And it's really difficult to get people over that barrier, but I'm yeah. convinced if you're the right person that's helping that person. And, and don't get me wrong, you know, newbies or beginners take a lot more effort to train. Yeah. And I think that's because you have to look at the whole package and you're yeah. not just saying this is a squat, this is a lunge. You're having to do the whole encouragement and you're having to build. And that's actually the bit that I really enjoy yeah. about it because you know the biggest um sort of job satisfaction that we get is when you know you have changed someone's life yeah definitely. and i think how many people get to change other people's lives and i'm not talking about surgeons and all that kind of stuff because clearly yeah. they're miracle workers but i just think we are in a really fortunate situation mm. that we are passionate about our jobs we forget their jobs we look i look at it as kind of almost like it's my role this is yeah. what i've been yeah. sent to do and if i have an achievement where karen has gone from here to here that makes me feel wicked you yeah. know she feels great but i feel even better yeah, oh my god i've done it yeah it's fantastic and before we go on to next step, it's like some, one of the things I had to really go back to, which I was kind of doing anyway, but I really put it into textbook, was that what we went through before we went live was the talk test. So if someone comes to me and they're really nervous about training and they are a complete beginner, then the first thing I'll go through to them and say, look, I just want you to get through the workout that you've got through it, you've, you know, you've enjoyed it, and if you've done that, it's great. And I think the best way to look at it is if you look at the talk test, it's three steps to it. There's the low intensity, how you feel, and that says we could talk and you could still work out. Then you've got your moderate mm -hmm. where you have to take deep breaths, but you can still kind of get a few sentences out. And then you've got invigorous where you really don't want to talk. You know, that's, that's the three steps. But I'd say if you can get through it where you're kind of in that low intensity and moderate, that's where you want to be at least for the first few sessions because that will help you enjoy it that help you build that confidence and that will give you that little bit of a springboard to go, okay, I can do more, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you have to make, um, or you don't have to make it up to you, but I really still, even, you know, seven years down the line, want to make every session fun. 
yeah. I want to make it yeah. different. Um, because I think as soon as boredom, you know, I keep going on about don't make it a chore. It's a choice. It's not a chore. You know, we have this great choice to be able to do it. And I think the talk test is a really good way for beginners as well to almost not realize they're exercising. So if you're chatting them through it whilst they're doing it, it's kind of like, oh, I don't even know that's what I'm doing. And you're spot checking yeah. their technique and you're doing this. And what about that? And how great is this? And you know, before you know it, that's that 30 minute session gone. Yeah. And they go, oh, flip an Yeah. And that's all it takes is to switch the trigger. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you kind of become a bit of a psychologist at the yeah. same set because you understand what we need to do. We need to know that they're breathing. We need to know that they're okay. But actually a lot of it is, you know, we are the hairdressers of the fitness world. Yeah. We are there. Yeah. You get a lot of info, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously managing it. I remember you talking about that in Marvin's one, and it's 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 managing it the right way that you're going to serve them and make sure that they're going to move forward. That's the important bit with that. And I think yeah. when you talk about obviously music to my ears, when someone says to me, "Oh, is that is that the time over already? That went quick." <laughs> that's music yeah. to my ears because that means I've made it enjoyable and they've got something out of it. You know, and yeah. that's it's brilliant when that happens. Which goes on to the next point with what we was discussing is it's understanding that everybody's got to start somewhere. Our two stories are completely different. We've both got a different journey. And like you said, if you're getting someone from the couch to work out, that may be just one way, mm. but everyone's so different, aren't they, with that? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, everybody is on, on their own journey. And I think it's really important to say one size doesn't fit all. You know, um, some people want to go and do a HIIT workout. Some people want to learn to have to lift weights or go for a run or whatever it might, or spin or whatever it is. There's so much yeah. opportunity to do any form of exercise. I think the key is, is the mindset switch, first of all. Yeah. And that normally happens because somebody is um, either had a health scare potentially or someone in their life and suddenly thinking oh my god I can't run after my kids I, I'm out of breath I went for a walk and I feel you know like I'm lugging around or yeah. someone's overweight is your classic situation where you do get a lot of people and and I know that we share very similar kind of client bases from women you know majority of women that are sort of 35 to 50 you know, you're talking about this whole flipping perimenopause, menopause, or, oh, you wait till you've got all them women with you. That's going <laughs> to... Um, but, it's, but it's understanding everybody's on a different journey, yeah. but the same goal is there. And I think the other thing, um, and I know it's something that I'm very um, passionate about and my kind of whole energy ethos when I first started my boot camps um, seven years ago, was to make exercise inclusive not exclusive yeah. you know i have experienced going into gym classes as a woman and being looked up and down being vetted what i'm wearing by going stand somewhere and someone's kind of given me the look and made me feel uncomfortable that instructor hasn't made eye contact with me to kind of say oh, my first session come on we can do this and that was a real drive for me to know that anybody that was brand new coming into my boot camp situation felt comfortable, not intimidated, um, not exposed. 
And I think that is a huge barrier that kind of yeah. has to be broken down first of all, yeah. which is why being able to do things virtually now and yeah. online, and we're also a fay with working on a virtual platform, actually that could really help beginners because you're taking that first step away where they don't feel they have to go anywhere. Yeah. They're in the yeah. safety of their own home. Yeah. Um, they're not worried about what they look like whether or not they've put their makeup on, whether or not they're wearing the latest fitness gear or apparel, yeah. you know, that to me is, is, is something that we should be maximizing on at the moment because the world has changed virtually yeah. Yeah. and we should use that as an opportunity to try and reach out to as many beginner as yeah. a beginning I mean, to get as possible. It's been amazing. And yeah. that, isn't it? Because whilst things have kind of become more normal, if you like, I'm still keeping people online because they love it. They see the benefits of it. Like you yeah. said, um, they don't have to worry about leaving the house. They can just do it from home. They don't have to worry about wearing fancy gear or worrying about they're comparing themselves to someone else. It takes all that stigma completely out, doesn't it, altogether? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, and I, we have to look for the positives for that. And I think I've certainly stayed. Um, I'm now working on a blended program, I think probably very similar to you, where I have a closed um, membership group that's just run on a Facebook closed group. Um, and then I have my boot camps because I'm now like you allowed to go back out and, and to teach people outside. Yeah. And because the people got used to doing the virtual yeah. and they actually found out that they're working out more because they can do it at home and fit in the 30 minute sessions during the day rather than getting in the car and coming to boot camp and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, why would you change it? Plus you're reaching a different audience that could never come and physically train with you anyway, because they don't live near you. So they can't come and do your, you know, your real boot camp sessions. And so I just think the beginners have an opportunity. Plus we also have, We've had to change the way that we teach. When you teach virtually, I don't know if you agree with me with this, it kind of, you have to break it down a little bit more to mm. understand what they're doing the other side of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, I had to, rather than me standing physically in some front of somebody and them all watching and eyes on, yeah. you kind of go, oh my God, I'm going to have to really describe where my feet are here yes. because yeah. you don't know if they can see you properly. Yeah. So I think teaching beginners now for you and I should be easier, yeah. as in easier to, because we're so used to breaking it down and slowing it down now. Yeah, and I think the other thing, what it's done is it makes you want to work out with them because of it as well oh my god yeah yeah because yeah. obviously that's the easiest way of breaking it down is it you can see you're doing it you can give all the different yeah bits. and that's one of the things i feel as a massive positive for me is i'm at the point now where i want to work out with them because i think you expressed it on again in the interview yeah that feeling you get where you get the energy bouncing off each other when you're doing that workout and they can see you're doing that with them i think it puts the workout to another level Absolutely. And I think, I've, you know, um, I knew I never wanted to be an instructor that stood there like that, said 20 more press ups, yeah. get up, back up the fear, because I just thought, but you're not motivating me to do it. And I, you know, and so, and I get, you know, I am that Duracell bunny that gets so excited, hence why I get kicked off the ground because I play the music too loud and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But you do, you do get that energy. And I think, 
you know, if somebody else sees you struggling in a situation, you know, like your instructor struggling, they think it's kind of almost funny and like, come on then, Ems, let's go, let's have okay. it. Yeah. And, and as I say, I have that to is a it. really good way. I have to say, I've become one of them instructors, not necessarily standing there going 20 more, but I've become that instructor yeah. where I'll do two repetitions, come on in, let's go. And then off they went in their yeah. circuit. And yes, I'd go around and teach and all that. And I think that was okay, but I have to say, doing it with them, it puts the workout on another level. It actually, not mm. only does it benefit me, I think it benefits the people who's participating in that as well. Yeah, huge, because you, you, you know, our energy <clears throat> picks up when you're teaching because, you know, we're coming out, we're breathing um, erratically, we're kind of, we're instructing at the same time, you know, we're getting that post-workout buzz. I mean, I think I'm probably the fittest I've been in a long time coming out of lockdown yeah. since doing so many virtual one uh, workouts because you can't not do it when you're teaching virtually. You have to do it. How could you kind of point a finger and expect everybody the other side of the screen to do it? Yeah. And I agree that when you're in a boot camp circuit situation, obviously I'm not doing the circuit with them because I need to spot check their technique, but the bits in between, if you're throwing in a hip bit or a load of burpees yeah. or whatever, yeah, the finisher, the empty the tank, you know, you've got to, you've got to do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just, I think, you know, we have, been on such a journey and what's amazing is to have this kind of honest chat with you to know that you can suddenly reflect on it and go oh flip god I've become a little bit static in my teaching because I was used to doing just two reps of this and asking them to go off you will have enhanced your way of what you're giving your clients which I just think is so amazing um, and I just hope that, you know, we can encourage as many new beginners to come through and not be scared of what they're seeing on the gram or on anything about that everybody's working at this level. And I think that's what that's our kind of job now, really, isn't it? Definitely. And before we finish there, have you got any final thoughts, anything you want to say to the, the listener? Um, I just think, you know, it's a brave step um to to make but it's never going to be a step that you'll regret and i think you have to understand if you are desperate to think i really want to learn how to work out properly i want to learn to work out safely and you will feel the benefits mentally and physically but you know you have to play your part too we are not miracle workers and i know you probably get the same information for me oh god yeah I've, I've been doing it for a week and I don't see any difference and you're like it's not a week you yeah. know I say you have to give something at least a month to be working regularly you know three four five times a week eating properly and we have all the information to give these people now the one yeah. thing we can't do is physically drag them to it no, um, right. yeah. but if you have yeah if you have that mindset twist you know, you will get so much out of it. And I promise people, we talk about the four, six, eight, 12 week cycle of yeah. transforming your body and transforming your mind. And it's, it's about breaking those old habits, installing the new habits and embedding them for life, um, not just for Christmas or that summer body. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of the goal. And and you won't it's not going to be a change in your life that you'll ever regret. And I think it's a strong 
bold statement to make, but I actually would put my hat on that and say, you're never going to regret getting fitter, getting stronger and yeah. being a bit healthier. I think that's a great way to finish. It's been great to have you today, Emma. And hopefully we can get back on another time for another chat. Definitely. And then the ultimate goal for you and I is to be able to get together and host a big old boot camp. That would be amazing. That'd be amazing. That'd be brilliant. Hopefully, fingers crossed we get that done. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be wicked. We'd, that, would, <laughs> that would be one heck of a powerhouse. Can you imagine the buzz in that room? It'd be like, ah! <laughs> That'd be great. Okay, well, thank you very Definitely. much. And we'll catch up soon. Thanks so much, Nathan. Lovely to chat to you. Take care. <laughs>